Welcome to the CB Cast, brought to you by Complete Body, bringing you the journey of business owners and sports people, as well as providing you with health and exercise tips to implement into your everyday life. We'll be cutting through the noise in the industry to give you the real facts. Welcome back to the CB Cast, everyone. Uh, I'm Ryan O'Grady, and I'm in the studio with Ben Loxley. Um, today we're going to flip the script a little bit. We have James O'Shea here with us. Uh, he's going to interview myself and Ben about what complete body is, what it means to us, and uh, how it came about. Well, I suppose how Ben and I came about to be together. So I'll hand it over to James. Take it away. Thanks very much, Ryan. Well, pretty simple question for both of you to start with. I'll start with you, Ben. So if someone says to you, what is complete body? What's your answer? What is yes. complete body? Yeah, so it's complete body, um, you know, funnily enough – when I started the business seven years ago, I didn't, you know, I didn't really look into that name as such, but um, I'm a very spiritual person. So I think a lot of things happen for a reason and, um, you know, like the gym was called that for a reason. So looking at it now, complete body, as, you know, discussed in previous episodes, Ryan and myself, big, big drivers for why we train is mental health. So complete body for me, you know, is... Number one, and by far the number one, is, is the mental health side of things. Number two is, you know, the, f- the physical attributes that you gain through functionality, whether that be running around with your kids or, you know, performing at a sport better. Um, they're, they're the physical th- side of things. And then two, I think our community and our culture is a huge thing too. So people coming through to a new gym is very daunting. Mm. I'd, I'd feel that way going to a new gym myself after training, you know, as long as I can remember. So making that a supportive environment for people to come through and then go ahead and achieve those physical and mental things. Yeah. So as I said, like I'm a spiritual person, so I find that it's like a whole being, complete body, mind, body and soul. Ryan, same question. Yeah, mate. I obviously Ben pretty much took all the words there, but, um, the joys are going first. Yeah. Yeah. Hard act to follow, but, I definitely, you know, completely agree with Ben. It's certainly, um, you know, I guess training for me is mental health. Um, the the physical benefits of, you know, for functionality in your life. Uh, for me, I want to be able to be 60, 70 years old and still be able to move around. I don't want, um, you know, the physical ailment to to sort of, you know, define who I am as I, as I get older. Mm. I don't want any excuses. Um, and I think that we, you know, Complete Body really gets that across. We have people, one guy, he's 83 years old. So it is, it's not a one-size-fits-all either. It's really detailed to um, the individual person. Um, and probably like just a little story about coming into the business and why you know, I was so attracted to becoming a a business owner and business partner is that, and still to this day, I'm always astounded at how, you know, the community and the culture and that, you can you know, you see people rock up and they don't know anyone. And then all of a sudden you just observe and you witness over sometimes just a period of a week or a couple of weeks, friendships sort of start to, to build um, you follow people on social media then and then all of a sudden you see these friendships. Well, they're not just at the gym. There's people actually out doing stuff together on the weekend. Yeah. So 
I think that within itself, like the culture is, it's driven from within. Um, and I think it's, it's a good place for people yeah. to belong. Everyone wants to belong. Um, myself included. I love being a part of it. I've actually said to Ben before, if I wasn't a part of one day, if I wasn't a part of complete body, I don't actually know where I train or if I didn't live in Toowoomba, I don't think it'd be weird to train anywhere else. <laughs> But and the other thing is too, hundred percent mind, body, and soul. I think yeah. for a healthy life, um, you know, you need all of that. I just want to pick up on a point that you both mentioned there about what it means to you guys, and you both talk strongly about culture. And I just want to quickly tell you a story about culture and where I think exactly is what you're talking about. Now, you guys are involved, of course, charity-wise with Hope Horizons. That's how I first came across your gym. My wife happened to be with me and we came in and we had to do something media-wise and I don't know what or how it happened, but my wife turned to me and said, I want to train here. So why is that? She said, I oh, just, the vibe, I just like, you know, she was thinking she was talking to yourself, actually. Yeah. So, and then anyway, long story short, we now train there all the time. How important is that to you? And is, is that what you're talking about culture-wise, it's just so important and underpins what Complete Body is all about. Yeah, yeah, it's it's vital. And it really, like you just said, it really underpins what we're about. So as I touched on just before, it is very daunting to go into a new mm. gym. So our big focus is to change that transition from whether it's an existing gym or, you know, you're coming off the couch to break the mould of how gyms are. You know, it's... The fitness industry, there's a lot of, um, you know, it's very aesthetic. You know, as you can probably see, like bodybuilding, those types of things, Instagram models. Anyone that's been in and seen us knows that that's not where we're about. You know, we're yeah. about what's inside and getting you the results that, that you deserve. So that transition period into the gym and making it making it supportive and easy to, to maintain because, you know, fitness is a daunting thing and it's hard work as we can all agree. If you're not willing to go there, if you're not enjoying the gym you're at or the training, you're not going to stick to it. So, you know, like longevity for us too, building that culture, you know, enables people to, you know, enjoy the journey long term, which is yeah. what we're after. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember that day or that story, but that's seriously when you're talking about culture that that's how, you know, we came about to be become part of the CP family. Yeah, mate, I do. And I remember you saying that it's, you know, you never thought maybe that Erin would want to be a part of a gym or, or go there. And, you know, she's quite a quiet, shy lady. Mm. So it's sort of, it's something that I'm super proud of. Um, and, you know, the, I, I find it, you know, people say, well, what is culture and how do you get it? And um, I don't think it's something that you can just... You know, I say it comes from within. It's not something that you can just create, and it's it's really a testament to the people that come come there. They they create it. They build it on a daily basis. Best way I think I sum up culture: stole it out of a movie, but it's so right. Culture reflects leadership. You know what movie that's from? Remember the Tortons? Yes, <laughs> one of the greats, wasn't it? But it's true. Culture yeah, reflects leadership. So you two guys, I sort of got sidelined a bit way before, but I thought it was an important point. But leadership is. You guys, so complete body is Ben Loxley and Ryan O'Grady. Is that right? So people don't know the setup. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Us. We're, that's we're us. the two owners. Yeah, yeah. How'd that come about? You can go first this time, Grazi. You whinging before? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't take all the good words. I'm mate. always second. No, um, so I was coaching Ben at Rangers here in town. Yep. He uh, come over to play um, a season or two of rugby union from league, 
and um, I was coming off a knee injury or knee surgery actually, and I'd sort of I'd lost my way with training through no excuses, but basically I just I was unable to, and then I just probably hit a rut and couldn't get back into it. And I guess we sort of clicked um, a bit as friends in the first place, and he said, "Would you like to come along own a gym and do some training?" I, I, you know. Probably, again, the daunting thing. I didn't really want to go and do the classes, so we'd just do our own thing together. And then I think it was a boot camp, um, and he he got me along to, and I joined up. And, again, the first thing, I was just blown away by the fact that people were talking to each other before the class, and then they hung around afterwards. I'd never seen that before. I've been to heaps of different gyms. Never seen it before. So I thought that was um, a pretty cool thing. And then one day proposed he dropped the question <laughs> on one knee don't yeah, you? yeah down on one knee he said uh have you ever thought about owning a gym and my, i was just like no <laughs> <laughs> like that was probably the i'm a boilermaker by trade and was working in that industry and it was probably the furthest thing from my mind career-wise um but yeah i guess it all stemmed from there mm. your recollection of how that came about yeah so my first year I'd never played rugby union before, so I thought, you know, from a, f- a mutual friend of ours, he was playing. So I thought, yeah, I'll give it a crack. And um, Ryan was one of the coaches there. And I just really liked the way, you know, he addressed the group. And we got to know each other quite well and became really close friends. Um, and there was a little business idea I had. We still might come up with that one day, so I'm not going to tell too much <laughs> about it. That was probably how it initially started. We sort of thought about going in on this on the side. Obviously, complete body would still run. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. It's in here. Um, so, yeah, we were sort of looking to do it. So make sure I'm in. <laughs> <all>. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, sort of kicked off that way. Ryan, yeah, started training at the gym as a part of a boot yeah. camp, and really just, you know, embedded himself within the culture. You just fit in really well. You know, nice, great, great guy. Got a lot of respect for. So. Yeah, just sort of flourished from there and, um, you know, he started taking a couple of classes for me. Yeah, back in late, late 2017, was it? Yeah, you went to South America for six weeks. Yeah, so covered a couple of classes for me and we always, you know, I I knew I really wanted uh, Ryan as a part of the business. I'd actually had two people approach me to, um, you know, one was a silent silent partner to come in and throw some cash into the business and another one wanted to take it over. And look back now, I'm really glad I didn't do that. Yeah. You know, I was I am an um an art on on those certain things because I knew deep down it, it wasn't the right fit. But you know, once Ryan and I had had met and discussed this, I really I really knew that I wanted Ryan to be part of the business. And then yeah, two years ago, nearly to the day now, be a couple of days, you know, January yeah. I think it was mid ten, I think yeah, it was twenty eighteen. And yeah, James just kicked off from there, mate. Partnerships a tricky thing. Um, you talked before jokingly about a marriage. It's like that. It's a commitment to each other. 100%. A commitment to an outcome. Often in life, good friends who become business partners, it doesn't work. Or it's a hard combination. You guys, it's been the exact opposite. How, what's the secret to that of working together? Because you, know, you know what they say? It's, it's almost like, you know, when you're moving with a new girlfriend, so you don't really know until you actually live together. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, sort of thing yeah. here, like you don't really know until you work together. Yeah. Early days, early days. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think a lot... Um, for myself personally, being in the business for five years, I learned a lot about business. Yeah, you know, like I didn't have a business partner as such, but I learned a lot about business. So, 
how to deal with the business side of things as well as myself and you know it without you can't really sort of put a point on it but through doing that I think I learned a lot of things about having a business partner in a way if that makes sense yeah um that's the, the best way that I can explain it so you know we do get along very well um with sort of the yin and yang in a lot of different types of things but um yeah it's been a great journey so far I'm looking forward to the rest of it yeah I think as Ben touched on there um the yin and yang so you know my strengths are his weaknesses and vice versa um so it seems to work well and probably the the big thing you know with my wife actually jokes that you know ben or complete body is my second marriage <laughs> and, it, and you know i 100 percent agree with her um but it's it's probably the same as a marriage you know it's got to be built on just trust and honesty um and i think you know it's by no means yeah, always smooth sailing and we probably there's times where we both got different ideas on how things should be done um, but somehow we just sort of seem to keep working it out. I think because we because we are good mates and we've always had a very open friendship is that we're able to talk about things and probably the thing too is that extends a bit more than just that business partnership so if someone's a bit off or down, the other one can sort of pick up on that a bit. So I guess it, um, you know, maybe it's just the people we are or the friendship we have, but so far it's working well. So how how has the business evolved? Probably go to you first, Ben, because obviously you went from single to double in terms of that. But how's the business evolved now with the two of you coming together? Yeah, so very, very humble beginnings up at High Street. We're in about 150 square metres up there. You know, it's quite a small membership base. When Ryan came along, he actually taught me a lot about training as well. Mm. You know, not even being a personal trainer, just we sort of started to progress in this different style than what we previously did. And I think that really, um, you know, quickened up the process to find a bigger space. So the style of training that we were doing, I don't know if, you know, our members up at High Street, it's a lot different now, so... Moving down, we're at about 330 square metres, so double and a bit more. But just the the training style that we do, so we're very results-based, as you know, James, mm. um, and have a really good setup now. So we wanted to take that strength and conditioning to the next level where we really couldn't at High Street, number one, because of the room. Uh, you just couldn't fit that many people in there. And the equipment that we wanted to invest in, we couldn't fit it up there either, so... You know, you can only get to a ceiling level with that type of stuff. So moving down to Water Street, we always had this passion to be to be the best, you know, put all of the effort, all of our knowledge into these training programs to make sure that people are getting, you know, the best service in town, as we believe. So moving down in April last year, it really has bumped up to a new level. And we believe we're doing some really fantastic things, mm. not only locally, but but nationally as well on the work and, you know, the programming that we are doing and the educational side of things as well. So, yeah, just just on the training front, you know, the culture's always been there. I don't know. I can't take too much credit from that. I think it's just like the people that we attracted initially. But that culture has really grown the same way it always had progressed. Um, just probably just the training side of things has really amped up and, you know, gone to that next level. So people are ensured that they're getting – Getting out of their training, what they're putting in. So, Ryan, for you, similar question, but 
how have you seen it change from being, I guess, member of the gym, part-time trainer at the gym to now owner in the gym? Yeah, I think, you know, probably echo Ben a little bit, but, um, you know, we're probably people that we like to push ourselves or stretch stretch ourselves. I guess, you know, we've got aspirations and, you know, we're hardworking, whether it's by nature or by choice, I'm not too sure. But I think just with what we were doing back at High Street, um, we probably just wanted more a little bit. Um, and, you know, and we had to look at, what we were doing and we probably just thought you know it was great everyone was fit and we're getting stronger and that but we never really tracked that in any any way um so we thought you know coming into like ben said a bit more strength and conditioning stuff um it could be a real point of difference and it really instead of just having people come and yeah you get fitter and you get stronger well let's really hone in and make a difference to people and teach them stuff. So we were always quite big on technique, but I feel like we've taken that to a new level. I mean, what I could probably speak for Ben here, what we both take out of it as reward at the end of the day is, you know, helping people to be yeah. better, helping, you know, change change people's lives. So probably looking at how could we best do that? And that's, you know, jumping into the programming and the setup that we have now. How many hours do you guys put into what you see if you come along to a class or, or a PT? Like, it doesn't just happen. How much goes on behind the scenes that when there's no one in there, no classes happening, how much time and effort goes into behind the scenes getting it? what it is yeah a lot so people could look on the outside and say it's a gym you know people just come in and train and yep. just open the doors as such you know over the last four to six months we would probably average 60 hour weeks mm. you know the offices upstairs um and a lot of that you know initially moving down to water street in april last year that first six months was really really focused on sharpening that tool of the training program. So we would, you know, we'd come up with the programs, we would rev- we would review it every week, make sure it's coming through. Us as trainers, we would do it the week before to make sure that it's working properly. So you can sort of look on the outside and it's just these numbers and words on the board, but everything has a place in a 12-week and a 12-month plan. So it's not just throwing, like I said, we're not just throwing it on the board, it's... It's longevity to make sure that you're getting fitter, faster, and stronger, and you can maintain that long into your life. Yeah, mate, pretty much what Ben said. Like, there's one big goal for the year. Like, we look at it for 12 months, and then we just break it down into a heap of little mini blocks, I suppose. So, it's probably. Um, well, let yeah. me ask, why is that important? Why do you see that as an effective way for people to train? Mate, well, I just think you need to have know where you're going. So probably what we did before, and not that there's anything wrong with it, but it's just rock up and exercise aimlessly or mindlessly just for the sake of exercising to be fit and healthy. And, yeah, that's good. And, it you know, it's it definitely probably suits some people. But what we wanted to be about is we want people to get better. We want to get them results. And we probably witnessed too a lot that it was hard – to keep people accountable maybe or, um, you know, to push a little bit harder. Whereas when it's programmed into a block and you've got a goal and they're specific, 
and you're only competing against yourself and what you want to do is achieve that goal at the end of the 12 week block or if you've got bigger ones over 12 months well it gives you drive to then be able to do it yourself so it's not us saying you know why don't you try a bit more weight it's you knowing that it's up on the board the weights that should be specific to yourself um and that you know within yourself hey that was pretty easy. I might put a bit more on for the next one. So then, we're, you know, we're progressively overloading and getting stronger, getting better, getting fitter. Yeah, and probably just too, like as Ryan just touched on, you know, we used to just go to the gym and exercise. So a big thing that always stood out to me was the fact, you know, under-training and over-training is a very fine line in the middle to get it right. So, you know, the average person off the street that's coming in to a gym membership, if you're, you know, you go to the gym five days a week, and next week you're really tightened down and you're, oh, I'm going to have to get harder this week. But in turn, you you know, because I'm not fit, but in turn you could have gone too hard the previous week to it. So it's a very, and that's a lot to do with it, how it comes down for me mentally too. If you're putting in all this hard work but you're feeling, you know, you're feeling really unfit, that's going to really get you down. Mm. Where, you know, if you, but you are actually putting in too much work. So like I said, under-training and over-training, there's a fine line in the middle of it and they're both very detrimental. So to take the guesswork out for people is extremely important. To, to be able to trust a program to know that when you are tired is because you have worked to you know the level that you should have, and then we'll back it off and deload a little bit for you to sort of build back up again. So you know, mental side of things, it's, it's very settling, um, and then the, the physicality of it too. You know, you're not, you're not going to overburn out or you know that you're not – you're not under training, so you're going to get those results with it as well. Something on that I want to talk about, you talk about trust and that things a little bit earlier. Now, how important is it for you guys, the knowledge that you've gained, the belief that you have in what you want to preach? And the reason I ask that is because, I'll give you an example for myself. I don't, like a lot of times you'll ask me, Ryan, how much do you listen? I don't know, because I don't listen. I just do whatever you tell me to do because yeah. I, trust, I trust the program. So that's about that trust level for, for your client. So how important is that, that that sort of mindset for you guys to know, hey, we have got the knowledge, we have got the, the backing behind us that we believe in what we're teaching? Yeah, I th- it's huge, you know. Um, I probably look at the job that we do and it's, um, you know, it's and it's something Ben said to me really early on is that we're building relationships you know, and you need to be able to trust the people and for all those people out there that do trust us, thank you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it's huge, you know, because all we really ask of our clients is that they rock up and they give the 100%, you know. They work hard, they come with a good mindset um, and then we'll take care of the rest. And, you know, for me personally at the moment, I feel like – even if I do a session, I think, oh, that wasn't too hard. Probably by nature, I really want to push myself hard, but I'm not even concerned about that because I know it's just part of a bigger plan that's going to get me to where I need to be. Same question with yourself or same answer? <laughs> yeah, so... Well, what's the background with what you... So I'll give you an example, Ben. So obviously through football, you would have worked with a lot of strength and conditioning coaches, a lot of trainers a lot of things you would have learnt yourself along the way, right from playing footy and Toowoomba right through to your time with, with the Roosters. So all of that knowledge that you've gained, is that what 
makes you feel like, okay, if you guys, clients, if you want to trust us, I believe we can get you to the goal that you're trying to achieve. Yeah, absolutely, James. So looking at it in hindsight, I think we've discussed this on previous episodes. Mm. The knowledge that we've taken from being in those those sporting environments has been really beneficial. So to be learning off people, you know, much, much higher ranked than we are, you know, probably Australia's best strength and conditioning coaches along those lines. It really instills confidence in us, in our programming. And, you know, what I would hope that, you know, clients could look at that and and build that trust quite easily or, you know, go through a program and, and see that the, the stuff and the knowledge that we are putting into this stuff is tried and tested. And as I said before, you know, like we used to test this stuff a week ahead to make sure that it was it was pretty much to the T. Yeah. You know, so the big things that we've learned in our probably sporting careers has really sort of taken us to this this business model mm. and it's re- we're really thankful for those yeah. times. But, yeah, we, we quite often speak about that. Yeah, and I probably think too now the stage that we're getting to yeah, is that, you know, the results speak for themselves. Like we track everyone's data, and, you know, in the group stuff. It's everyone who tests in the group stuff. It's put into a spreadsheet. As, as a whole then we can monitor everyone you know, where we're at and, and where we've got to. So as an average, um, and it's, it's those results and I guess success stories that it's just, it's the proofs in the pudding. What's the future? What's the next step? So pretty exciting at the moment. We've just looked into some online programming. So looking for some software probably over the last, be close to 12 months now. And probably four or five months ago, we found the right stuff. You know, we actually tried to outsource an app and a, a bit of a platform that proved to be very expensive and very hard to manage. So quite thankful of the programming we've, you know, the software program we've got now. Um, again, it's while we've probably haven't launched into that so quickly is because of our philosophy around training. You know, we want, we want to make sure it's right, make sure it's tested, make sure it's tried. So the people that come into this um, online tr- programming environment we're just as confident that you know they're going to get the same stuff as the guys at the bricks and mortar place in Toowoomba so very exciting for us at the moment still some building coming uh you know it's sort of at the the 95 percent done mark at the moment looking to launch next month um I, probably speaking for myself and Ryan we really don't see ourselves away from complete body anytime soon, like, you know, nowhere in the near future. So we still absolutely love what we do. There's big hours, you know, that we get some personal goals and, and those types of things around the business and, um, you know, how much we do want to be on the gym floor as such. But, you know, that's, that part of the business, us being on the gym floor, is, is you know, probably our favourite part of it. So we'll always be there um, to some degree. It's just, yeah, it's how big we go with it, really. That's our, that's our, probably our short-term goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there could be franchise opportunities nationally, but, you know, just focusing on the online stuff and us at the moment is probably the biggest. So the ceiling's still a long way away. Yeah, well, I think, as I said earlier, we, I guess we aspire a little bit and um, for some silly reason we love to work hard. Um, but... 
Yeah, who knows, really? Probably the thing that, you know, what are the, what's the saying? Um, find something that you love and you'll never work a day in your life. life. Yeah, life. I, it's, I couldn't agree more with it. And as Ben said, you know, being on the gym floor is, um, I think I've said it at, at a Christmas party before, I feel like I just go to work, well, go to the gym every day and I'm just hanging out with friends. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, it's a... It's a good environment to have to get up at 4 a.m. to go to. And I was sort of, my wife and I, we went away on a holiday. Um, and it must have been only like six months after I'd been at the gym. And we were only away for two weeks. And I think after about four days, I was saying to her, I wonder what's going on at the gym. And she's <laughs> like, we're on bloody holidays. So, yeah, I am. Um, marriage. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love all the people there. Um and, you know, I'm so grateful, really, for the opportunity that Ben presented. And, um, you know, I'm probably happy mm. that I, I've sort of I had the courage to try something new and, um, yeah, jump on board with it because it's, it's been awesome. It's changed my life, definitely. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Now, I know we're getting close to finish time. Give me a few more minutes here. I want to ask you a couple other things before we finish, okay? So um, what gives you the biggest thrill? Within the gym, so what? Within what, the gym, what, yeah. What gives you the biggest thrill? What What gives you the biggest satisfaction? So for me, my f- favorite clients. It's sort of transition. I used to like training people that were the really fit guys because that's how I like to train with that really high intensity. But I've had um, you know this probably injury rehabilitation. So a couple of ladies that have come through, and one in particular, her name's Sharon. She came to me, I'd say, four months ago. Chiropractors and doctors said that you can never run again. Your back's pretty well dusted. Um, you just need to be doing Pilates. She used to be a runner. So, as you can imagine, James, as yourself, you know, you always want to be able to do that, and it's it's a release. So, doing the work with her, the rehab work um, that I've learned and sort of put – I actually sort of had to put into myself at times because I had a bad back, but the reward with – seeing the smile on her face when she can run yeah. again, it's huge. And I really, really enjoy that initial stage of, you know, whether they're injured or, you know, just not physically able at that stage, whether it's weight or age or mobility factors, but getting them to a stage where they want to do something they're really passionate about. And as I spoke of, Sharon, for her to be able to run again, you know, she tries to conceal her emotions a little bit, but... You know, it just comes out and it's yeah. like, it's really, really rewarding. Um, yeah, it's it just makes me proud to to be a part of it. Yeah, Graz, what about you? What gives you the biggest thrill or satisfaction in the gym? Oh, I've probably just seen clients, you know, pretty much the same as Ben, but um, achieving goals. So having people, I've got a few clients that, retired or almost retired you know and they came they came in just for some general strength and it can uh, it can bring you down to earth pretty quick I think you know with some of the stuff um, even just as, as you're getting older like you know as you're reaching on towards 70 having to do a body weight squat to the bench um, can prove a bit difficult but seeing those sort of people come in and they're f- they're barely able to go down and now say 12 months on they're doing back squats with you know 30 kilos on the bar or they're doing goblet squats with a 15 kilo dumbbell things like that um 
you know, really, that's it's what I get out of it. It's why I love it. Um, and yeah, it's it's changing. Like I think you said earlier, it's, you know, you're changing lives, or you're just making a difference in someone's life, and being able to help them to live or enabling them to live a better life is, um, you know, I'm really proud of it, and yeah, it gives me all the satisfaction. Okay, one word answers. Favorite exercise? Squat cleans. Deadlifts. Least favorite? Assault bike. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or Hindus. Hindus. He hates Hindus. Least, I'm going to say Least de- favorite. De- Devil's Press. Devil's Press. Yeah. Right. Who's your mentor or your hero that you look up to? Ah, uh, My dad, 100%. Yep. Yeah, I probably got two. I know you said one, but um, <laughs> yeah, definitely my, my dad or my parents, you know, for, for what they've given me. Um, and then probably my brother, just, um, some things he's been through and hard times. And when, you know, I guess when the going's a bit tough and to see where he is now and from where he possibly could be through, uh, different parts of his life, I just think, pull your head in, mate. It's not that bad. So Mm -hmm. yeah, family, I guess. Favorite cheat meal? Potato bacon. <laughs> <laughs> potato bacon pizza. So just, it's not a cheap potato bacon, not a cheap meal. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine's straight up pizza. Love pizza. That flavour infusion, yum. <laughs> What's the best quote anyone's ever said to you or motivational? Is there, is there a quote that you think of if you like you talk about before going gets tough or things like that? Do you have a favourite quote? Actually, I've got mine tattooed on me. I said I'd never get a tattoo for a lot of my life. So um, I'm quite an overthinker. So this really levels me out. So um, on my left arm, it says live and learn and learn to live. And then comes back on the right arm as all we have is what we make it. So, you know, live and learn, you know, live and learn to, I look at that as live and learn to work and, you know, learn about other things, but learn to live as well. So you really got to take that time to be present. Um, And then it sort of flows on it as all we have is what we make it. So it's completely up to you, what you do and what you do with your life. No one's going to do it for you. So. Yeah. Terrific. Same question. Yeah, same. I've got mine tattooed on me. Mine <laughs> comes from um mine comes from our the O'Grady family crest. Um and it's vulneratus non victus, which means wounded, not conquered. So um for me that is just, you know, things can get you down, but you know, the the sun comes up tomorrow and you can always push forward. You'll, I'll never let them, um, you know, ruin my life or take over. There's mm. always tomorrow. So a couple of wonderful quotes there. Look, guys, it's been great to to chat to you. I think you do a wonderful job through Complete Body. A couple of things we didn't get to talk about, obviously, but um, love what you do in the community. Obviously, that's something that's really important to you guys. So obviously, the the work you do through Hope Horizons, uh, Row for Hope, we had the 24-hour treadmill, a number of other community initiatives that you guys are involved in shows, obviously, your investment within our community. So I commend you for that. I think that's also shows the culture that you have within the business. But as I said, you just need to see the looks on people's faces at the gym and that says it all for, for what you're doing with, with complete body. For anyone out there that's looking for a, for a gym or whatever, I said, I think you can see any of those people. I mean, I can, I can recommend it. I've, I've noticed the change since I've, since I've been down there. So last, last word, we'll go to you guys. So um, if people want to, are looking for a gym or they're they thinking about, I want to go to complete body, why should they? Ben, I'll start with you. Uh, probably as we touched on earlier, it's 
you know, it's tailored, it's tailored for results. You know, we, we put in that hard work because we want to get results, whether that be mental, physical or whatever it is. So everything's calculated to make sure that you do achieve those things and just to make friends. Like, it's such a supportive and, yeah, like, just just an amazing culture. Like like I said, I can't take credit for it, but it's, it's just such a supportive and amazing culture. So if you want to get results and, you know, change your lifestyle for the better, you'll make friends, you'll do it physically, you'll do it mentally. Yeah, we changed our slogan um, <coughs> just recently from it's a way thing to intelligent training, empowering people. Um, and I guess, like Ben said, we'll, we will get you results. If you come with the right mindset um, and do the work, we'll definitely get you results, which will then, you know, empower you to be anything and do anything that you want to do in your life. So a couple of great things there. So thanks for, for joining us on the CB cast. Actually, I've got to ask one last question. What's the question you ask all the guests? Oh, I need to know your Peanut butter Surely. and what jam or honey so and peanut butter? Say it again. Peanut, buddy, peanut, peanut butter. Peanut butter and jam yeah. or honey and peanut butter? Ben? I'm on the fence. That's probably oh. why we ask it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want someone to give me the you answer. You told me we're flipping the scripts. So I'm flipping the script completely. <laughs> yeah. You've got to answer it. You, yeah. can't, you can't sit on the fence. If I had to have one, I would go with. Peanut butter and jam. Yeah, jam. Oh, too much thought yeah. That. Yep. I'm going to have to go. I'm a fence sitter, but if I picked one, I'd pick peanut butter and honey. You can't put jam in a smoothie. It'd be weird. <laughs> it's on bread we're talking, aren't we? True. Damn it. So you depends which way you look at it. Yeah. Better combo anyway all around. Yeah, see, so we're solving all the big issues here. <laughs> on the well, well, the well, hard-hitting well. ones. But, you know, thanks for joining us, guys. It's been quite enjoyable to learn about the journey and really excited to see what you guys can do into the future. Thanks, James. Appreciate it, mate. Cheers, James. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your support. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or head over to the website, completebody.com.au.